Are you nervous? I get nervous almost every time I do one of these things. But here we are again, back again with another episode of Flashcards. Today we're jumping into nerves. There's a lot of nerves that are going to be kicking in when you're on the ball field. And uh, lucky enough, we got a couple of guys that have dealt with those nerves and are going to help you through it. We also are going to finish up with a sweet little game that we call Fast Five. Uh, and we're going to be implementing throughout Flashcards as we go forward. Hope you guys are having a great Monday, and we will see you soon. Enjoy. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, This week, we're going to be jumping into some hitting talk, a little bit uh, of nerves, actually, and it's postseason time. There's plenty of nerves rolling around with uh, the big league guys, and uh, shoot, for me, even watching it sometimes. So uh, I want to get into it with you guys. So Q, I'll start with you. Uh, You're a pretty even-keeled guy nerves are part of the game but uh you you said something really interesting tonight in the facebook talk that i thought was awesome um what were you talking about uh pressure and confidence yeah so one of my high school coaches um you know he ingrained in our heads and this is a quote from him that has always stuck with me but he he mentioned that pressure is a lack of confidence pressure is a lack of confidence so if you don't believe in your abilities, you're building unnecessary pressure in a sense. And so the key to overcome that is to become confident in yourself, in your skills, in your plan, um, all around, especially for hitting. Um, and you know the, the way to build that is practice, prepare, and execute in the games. By do you ever have nerves going into big games? Is it any game? Uh, I'm sure you were nervous. Yeah, I was a nervous wreck. <laughs> I was nervous. <laughs> I was gonna say before you talk about fears, and I'm a little fearful of all this of the skeletons on all these people's porches right now. It's kind of <laughs> creeping me out. I don't like that stuff. Halloween is not my favorite, except for the candy. So, and the by the way, the trick or treat Sonic Blast is phenomenal. So if you haven't tried that, <laughs> that's a plug. Discount code is not available, but I wish it was. <laughs> um, yes, Ray, I was super nervous in some games. And it was more of like, in the bigger games, I would get nervous just because I didn't know what to expect. I knew there was a good pitcher on the mound. I knew we were going to be in a tight game. I knew it was going to be high, strong, and heated. And actually, the nerves helped me. And something that we talk about a lot with the athletes that we get to work with is, how do we channel our nerves? Nerves are a part of the game. They're going to pop up. If you don't have nerves, personally, I don't think you care much like yes you might not have the most nerves but if you don't have any nerves at all you shouldn't be in this sport and nerves are going to be a part of the game especially when you're watching this playoff baseball and even as a fan we get nerves we're like oh my gosh bases juice two outs the other night uh, dodgers and, and padres and then bueller blows it by two guys and strikes them all out bases juice right i got nerves and i'm not even a fan of either but the biggest thing for me was how do i control my breath and go to routine and you mentioned the facebook chat and that's what we had the, earlier this afternoon doing a little live session on there. And we talked about, hey, how do we stick with our routines? And that's something that helped me when those nerves would come to channel those nerves into a good performance rather than have those nerves spin out of control and take over my performance. So I definitely had the nerves, man. It was tough. Sometimes you, you get nervous, especially when you hear a lot about an opponent or another pitcher. But you've got to think back, hey, this is the same game I've been playing since I was 11, 12 years old. And it's almost that wiffle ball mentality of, hey, I'm out in the backyard throwing the slingshot around with the boys, and we're just getting after it. The results don't matter. Let me stick to my process, commit to myself and my plan, and we'll be good to go. 
Coach Hill says, playing wiffle ball on the roof of Costco. I don't oh. <laughs> oh, dude. Speaking of Costco, you guys got to get some nutso. It's the greatest nut butter ever, and I'm done throwing out food references, but they are so good, dude. Q, what'd you have? Um, well, I did want to ask you, Ray, a question on, you know, how did you handle your nerves uh, as a player and as a coach? I mean, I can only imagine what you're experiencing being in a college World Series environment. And, dude, it, I mean, whether you're a coach or a player or even a fan in the stands, uh, at home watching on TV, I mean, those nerves can creep up really quickly. So, uh, yeah, how did you, you know, what did you experience and how did you deal with it? Uh, I handled them terribly <laughs> as a player. Uh, for for me, honestly, and it, it, I played, you know, old man's league when I was out in Arizona and 25 up. And it's the first time I'd swung a bat in, I don't know, four years with a live arm. And I get in the box and I'm shaking. You know, the guy's throwing probably 67 and I'm like man this is hard right so uh no I think I think you were right is is putting yourself in that situation um and being comfortable with knowing hey that guy is scared too right like he's he's got as much or more to lose especially if I'm in the box we got you know bases loaded the the pressure's out there so really finding a way to channel it like Bai said relaxing and and just going back to hey I've prepared for this and if I'm prepared and I put as so as much time as I have into it like no matter the situation I, I'm ready and so uh, and and look, to build off that it's actually a pretty good quote here um, James McCann from the White Sox uh, on this elimination game and I'm gonna go ahead and share this uh, you guys listening I'll put the full clip in so you guys can hear it but uh, I'm gonna share this with these guys real quick I want to hear your thoughts I mean, you talk to anybody on the team, and uh, whether they're a hitter or a pitcher, there's going to be some sort of nerve, uh, nerves. And if you don't have nerves, then there's something wrong with it. Um, you know, it's playoff baseball. Uh, it's the most important pitch of your life every time you throw it, the most important uh, you know, pitch every time you step in the box. And, uh, you know, we, like, like I said, guys are going to be able to draw from their experience in this series um, in the future. And, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of positives to take from it. That is so big. Yeah, what's so he and that's coming from a guy whose team just got eliminated, and it's a it's a fairly young team. Uh, Tim Anderson's on that team, and and it's a lot of talent. But like you said, the the guy the returners are going to have something to really draw from. What's what's your thought on that, by? I think it's it's unbelievable one to have somebody at that level at that caliber admitting that nerves are a part of the game because sometimes from the outside perspective and when we're not in the game we don't think it's as hard or as nerve-wracking as it actually is you said even in men's league baseball and softball you're still nervous like I know I was too to go to the batting cage and hit off a softball machine like I was still nervous so we're all going to get nerves when we approach something new but it's how do we channel those nerves how do we use those nerves to fly in the right direction to enhance our performance rather than decrease our performance but I've talked to my buddy Bummer who's a, a, one of the relievers on that team and he mentioned something very interesting to me on the phone when he was driving home was he said look yes it was different yes it was odd yes it was a weird year and yes there was a lot of different things going on yes we were really good and it felt like we were going to win the world series like we literally had that feel in the clubhouse which is sweet to hear that because I'm sure the White Sox haven't felt that in a while and 
he mentioned something really interesting. He said, but it's going to be different next year when there's fans back in the stadium for some of the new guys. And he said it took him five years. Five. This is somebody who just signed a big contract as a reliever, which doesn't happen and is disgusting. Five years to handle the pressure of the fans and the impact that they can have on the game. So, yeah, the white noise in the back, it's MLB, the show noise, whatever is going on. But you don't see the 40,000 people in the stands screaming at you, yelling at you, and rooting against you. And then you have to channel your nerves, your fears, and conquer them in the heat of battle, in the playoffs, making a pitch that your career might even be on the line. So I think it's such an awesome quote, man, and just to know a little background on it and to know um, what these guys are going through is awesome. And same for you, Ray. You were in front of 50,000 people plus another 150 million people watching on TV (laughs) in the College World Series. That is like the epic platform for your nerves to come into play. Yeah, but that's a big thing, right? Like, I didn't have to be out there to hit it. <laughs> I, saw, I saw some of those guys, some of the coastal arms and, you know, the Miami arms. I'm like, dude, I'm so glad I'm on this side of the, you know, the uh, fence. Outfielders, but... you're going to go here, catcher, move this, <laughs> infielder, hey, two oh, steps over. At, at that time, I was I was lucky enough to go, all right, boys, we're going to be having this for dinner and <laughs> bedtime's going to be at this time. So. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, as a QB – so you've been here's here's a question for you then give, give me the biggest situation you've ever been in at the box uh, that you can think of give me I, maybe not the but one of the biggest situations of your life one of the biggest situations i mean it's it's always going to be those late in the game uh close ball game situations uh come up a number of times uh i remember distinctly distinctively one time and I think it was against UNLV where Austin just went yak sauce on a ball um, that somehow didn't go out of the park to walk it (laughs) off against UNLV Um, it was absolutely crushed but the wind was blowing like 50 miles in from right field Uh, but I remember being the hitter after him and thinking in that situation like Please just walk it off. I have no desire to come up and face this this pitcher here. Uh, not sure for whatever reason I had those thoughts, but it, it was just I don't know if it was those nerves that crept in. Um, <clears throat> the the situation just felt like it was a little bit bigger than me at the time. But I mean, it's it's natural. Those fears are natural. It's gonna come up. Those thoughts those thoughts come up, and you know, fortunately for me, I was I. Was, I learned at a young age that uh, how to deal with them so not sure how that situation beat me but it did and I'm so <laughs> glad that Austin you know absolutely demolished that ball Q think about this though you're one of the best hitters in the University of Nevada history and I would arguably say the best hitter I've ever seen in person just hand-eye coordination and physical skill wise and you were still nervous and you're the calmest dude in the world. Like, literally the calmest guy. So think about all of us out there. We're all human. We're all going to feel these nerves creep in. But it's how do we process through them? And how do we limit them from taking over our mind and our performance? So um, I know if you were in that situation, Q, you would have easily walked it off and probably hit it through the wind. I'll never forget that. I remember exactly where it hit on the fence because the, the opponent's wearing red. And when they wear red, Fresno, San Diego State, or UNLV, 
we come to play. So uh, <laughs> that was interesting. But you're right, Q. It's it's so hard sometimes when you're sitting on deck looking out there like, oh man, if he doesn't walk it off now, that's on me. Uh, what do I do? <laughs> Feel me on this one. <laughs> yeah. So. I got put in, uh, I want to say it was my sophomore year, defensive replacement in a game that we were up, had to have been eight runs against UC Davis. I'm not going to name the guy that came in, but he came in and uh, proceeded to give up eight runs (laughs) to send us in to the bottom of the ninth. Okay, I I know Coach Powers is kicking himself for pulling out uh, Cohan, who is a better second baseman, a better bat than me at the time. Either way, you know, we get into a bases loaded situation, or uh, shoot, must have been first and third situation with Jameson Rowe. Up to, or Jameson Rowe at, where was he at? Third base. First and third, yes. Ground ball. Okay, I'm on deck. Ground ball. They go home with it. J Rowe stays in it, somehow slides in safe. One out. Bases are now loaded, and the guy that shouldn't be in the game is in the game. (laughs) He's at the dish. Okay. Coach Powers gives me the green light. Okay, I take a first pitch fastball whack, right down the pipe. <laughs> not not because I was looking breaker. I just was not ready. Okay, follows it up. Coach Powers puts on the squeeze. Okay, <laughs> and he his his signs at times were tough. Okay, man, did he touch his elbow? Shoot, I don't know. This is the biggest situation in my life. Hopefully he did. Right, Jameson Rose, the, one of the fastest guys on the team at third base. I go okay. Well, I could take a second strike here, or if I feel he breaks down the line, like all I got to do is put it down and we win, right? Of course, I'm peeking, 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 pitch coming, he's sprinting. I reach for an outside pitch, drop it down, safe, ball game. But like you were saying, Q, the guy before me, I'm just going, please, God, drive this guy in right now, you know? (laughs) But it it all came back, right? So, hey, if I just get this done, like, we're going to win this thing, you know, and and believe in what you've done, I've prepared enough to this point, and... Uh, yeah, thank God I got it down, huh? <laughs> well, hey, well, hey, well, this is a good this is a good point because you came off the bench and a lot of us have got to learn how to come off the bench. And as a coach, we've got to learn how to trust our athletes off the bench and, and to like, hey, here's the pieces of the puzzle. So what, w- what would you have done differently? If you could go back to that situation, and obviously it worked out great, but now knowing where you've been, now knowing the amount of, of information you've learned, the awesome people you've been around and just maturing, if you could go back to that sophomore year, that 19, 20 year old self in that situation, coming off the bench in the insane situation, I can't even imagine with the CP over in the corner, like just the pressure that was on you. What would you be telling yourself? What would you be thinking? Um, how would you have gone about that differently? Or would you have just said same exact thing? <laughs> I would have ambushed that first pitch fastball for a double. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's why I love you it. Know? That's awesome. <laughs> That's a yeah. It's it's a it's an interesting lesson I didn't learn. Uh, I want to say until the end of that season or maybe my freshman year, uh, and it was actually Jameson Rowe that that said it to me. I we're in the uh, postseason. Uh, I don't even remember where I was. Ho Ho Camp Stadium, I think, in the WAC, and I ended up. Uh, I came up. It was a, a token at bat that series. They're the whole whole tournament. Ninth inning, we're down twelve or something. Um, and I took a first pitch fastball, right? Like, cause I'm wearing ketchup in my mind <clears throat> and I fly out, whatever, come back. And he asked me why I took it. And he said, I said, well, I thought we needed to be in ketchup. And he goes, the thing is with that, yes, understandably, but with ketchup, if you get a pitch you like, 
you let it go and and you've been waiting patiently and you've done the time like take advantage of every opportunity because hey he might dump in three breaking balls in a row after that and and you're forced to swing at it so um yeah i mean i guess that's the only difference i'd say um and and just go for it you know they're the only thing holding you back is the fear you have and uh if you can commit to your plan and trust yourself uh it's going to work out in the long run so that's really good Good question bye well done yeah no it's really good i'm <laughs> so curious because i just know being in those situations it's like dude the heart is jumping out the chest and it's sometimes it's really hard to get yourself under control especially when you have no tools to do so and you feel the pressure and you, and you sense it and for you i know your family must have been there because it's davis so it's right down the road so you've got family there who's coming to see you play one of your first collegiate games and the whole situation is just so nerve-wracking for all of us but like you said right facing your fears like how do we face our fears we're going to have fears we've got to acknowledge them we've got to accept them it's not easy but how can we overcome these and push through them and on the other side of that freaking wall dude is so much greatness and glory that you're just going to be like wow what was i even thinking in that situation but some of us we 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 don't do we stall right we stall we don't do things that we wish we would have done but that's where people get eliminated as they continue to get older that's right it gets narrowed down but uh that's kind of that's kind of all we're gonna jump into on nerves today i do have one more thing we're gonna start this uh we're gonna do shake it up a little bit get people to know you guys get to know me a little bit um so today we're gonna do a fast five just to wrap it up today we'll just hit buy um and qb you can mentally prepare for the next time because it's coming at you next time okay and it's not gonna be the same question so you don't need to write these down okay so Bye, I want you, I'm gonna give you five questions and as fast as you can answer, the first thing that comes to your mind for each question, are you ready? Ice cream, let's do it. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> number, <clears throat> number one, if you could be one superhero, wh- who would you be? Captain America. Hanging slider for a double or a diving play in the hole? Hanging slider for a double, easy. What is one word to sum up your baseball career? leadership (laughs) hesitant does confidence bring you success or do you need success to be confident confidence brings you success what is one thing every player should know before they make it to college do not stop believing in yourself (laughs) ding 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 (laughs) (laughs) don't ring me on the bell there man I got it that's awesome. No, good job. Uh, yeah, like I said, we're just going to bring a quick little fun game to spice it up and uh, get people to know us. I, I, I got some good ideas coming, so excited for that. Uh, any notes? Bye. I know you crushed it uh, with the Facebook. Uh, what, what do we have coming up with MLU? Uh, what do the people need to know about? Uh, well, one, people need to know that our newsletter is hashtag Fuego Sauce. It's insane. Ray Max done an incredible job organizing that. Um, helping out with QB and I on that aspect. It's been unbelievable what you've done, Ray. So um, go on to our website. You can subscribe there. Um, there's multiple places to subscribe on these podcasts. If you enjoy these, share them with somebody to help subscribe. Our goal and mission is to impact billions of people in this world. And the more that we have your help, the more that we can help other people. So I think that's one big thing to just drop in there. Uh, the newsletter has been unbelievable. And then a couple other things. Reno, Nevada, Clinic, Skills Clinic. November or October 24th and 25th. That's going to be awesome. Great opportunity if you're in the Northern California, Northern Nevada or Utah area to come on out to that. And then 
the main webinar. We've got one more of these next Wednesday night. Um, well, this is the podcast, but we're doing webinars on Wednesday evenings at 6 p.m. Sorry, 7 p.m. Pacific time, 10 p.m. Eastern. We'll have one more of those next Wednesday, October 14th, I believe, the day before my birthday, which is cool. And then that weekend, October 18th, we will be having our massive webinar. We're going to go on for about 90 minutes to two hours, diving into so much awesomeness that bring your notepad, pen, and pencil. It's going to be awesome. And other than that, virtual mini camp. We're going to be doing a fall training camp virtually through Zoom. It's going to cover leadership, mindset training, some hitting and some recruiting aspects of the game of how to prepare yourself for the next level, whether that is for high school or whether that's for college level, professional, whatever it might be. All athletes are welcome to that. We'll have more information for you coming up soon. But that's going to be an incredible opportunity to meet us, to gain some awesome insights going into the winter and into the spring season. And if you somehow have listened to this podcast this long, I can't thank you enough for hanging with us. One, two, if that was way too much information, check out our website. It has all of it there for you. You guys, I can't thank you enough. As always, this has been Flashcards. We will see you later. Peace. Later.